Welcome back to season two of Burner Talk, the podcast that keeps it real all the time. This is your host, Jay, back with another episode where we have relatable and potentially outrageous takes. I'm here today with one of my good friends and honorary guests. I've known him for years now, since middle school. Uh, I'd say he's my best friend, and he's finally made the show on the 34th episode. doing good how are you i'm doing great uh glad to have you on thank you thank you it's been a long time coming so you you've never done a podcast right i know you listen to them no i've never done one so how are you yeah. feeling coming in feel good feel good i'll ease into it that's good yeah. that's good so uh i'm a busy guy he had to get with my people and yeah. we had to work something out oh yeah we had to pay a lot to finally get him on uh contacted his agents and his manager and we finally got him on yeah but, uh, you know, hard guy to get, but we're finally here. And uh, I just want to ask you about life because, you know, we've known each other for how long has it been? Like seven years, maybe Some, longer. Something like that, probably yeah, longer. Something like that. Uh, we've known each other since um, middle school. You know, I tell him everything. He tells me everything. So, you know, just talking about this life thing. I'm a junior in college. Uh, I just started back last week. And that's also why I haven't been getting any episodes out really. So, mm -hmm. um, obviously, you just joined the Air Force. You got sworn in, so congratulations. That's right. I got dead in yesterday. Yeah, congratulations thank on you, that. Thank and, you, thank um, you. So how, how are you feeling about that? Um, well, where I am in life right now, um, I'm depressed and the end is near. So um, no, just okay. kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm excited, very nervous for sure. It's going to be a huge change. Um, it'll be a good change. Uh, the military provides a lot of benefits that are really good and structure that I think I could use in my life right now. Um, but I'm at a point where I just need to get started on something. And so this was my choice and uh, the uh, things are moving. So we'll see. We'll see. So you're you're pretty excited about that, even though it wasn't your like main choice. Right. It wasn't that. my initial choice, um, but it's something I've considered a few different times in my life. And uh it seemed like the right choice after my prior plans fell through. So I mean, I'm perfectly okay with this path and uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. So when talking to the audience and, you know, it's an audience of a wide range of people and some people have already been through it and others are at the stage where we're at right now. And then you got other people who are coming into this stage. So I guess like, what would you tell people give them advice because you know we've all been through it. we've been through those depressive stages but we've kind of worked through it and uh that brothership we have you know when you build something like that it helps you get through stuff like that so uh would you have any advice to give to the audience listening or anything like that in regards to figuring out their future right or just like if you're feeling down or something like that because I, i've been through it mm -hmm. and uh i'm yeah. sure you have too oh yeah so. oh yeah well it's good to you know, find people you care about who care about you. Um, and you got to find people to lean on, whether it be family or friends or ideally both. Uh, no matter what the situation is, they can help you get through it. Important to have people that you can trust and uh, be yourself around, that sort of thing. And ultimately, uh, things will work out as long as you have people like that in your life. Um, it's never too late to find someone like that if you don't have somebody now. So, um, yeah yeah i think definitely if you have a good circle because 
Um, I don't know if I told you this, I might have told the audience this, but you know, I was going through that rough time in my life. You helped me out with that. So this podcast was kind of like an out to help me uh, find something that mm -hmm. I have like a passion towards. Right. And I'm putting it towards this. And now you see, I have like uh, over 30 episodes out right now. So, um, yeah. you know, and I've got a lot of guests on and it's something I really enjoy doing. And, you know, when you find that passion for something, even though it seems like there's like, like a low point sure. in your life, you just got to find that passion that you think that'll push you through. Right. Right. I obviously, like I said, it's good to have people to support you, Right. but you're not always going to have that. And there's certain situations where you're going to have to rely on yourself and uh, being passionate about something is one of those things that'll really help out. So if you don't know what your passions are, which is completely okay. Some people don't find out for a long time, try new things, try and figure it out and put your energy into that. And it will honestly go a long way and you'll feel a lot better. Agreed. And you know, it's, this life thing is kind of tough, just like trying to uh, navigate through it because I never really experienced it at a younger age. But when you uh, start getting older and the adversity comes, then you realize uh, how tough it actually is. But, you know, like you said, you just got to surround yourself with the right people. And um, the other thing I wanted to get into was the dreams, like okay. ha having dreams, because I think it's like it's an altered perception of reality but it's a what's the word i'm thinking of? like deja vu because mm -hmm. i think some stuff will happen but i'm also like really intrigued to just dive into somebody's mind and see what their mind can create so have you had any recently and any you would like to share it's a good question i don't know that i've had any really interesting dreams lately but i've had many different ones over the over the years and we've obviously talked about some yeah um man let me think for a minute well, while I think about that, have you had anything interesting happen in a dream lately? Um, I actually haven't had any dreams recently, but, you know, we talked about it during our lunch. And, you know, when that stuff comes up in your mind, it's just interesting to think about because, uh, you know, you wonder like how your mind perceives all that stuff and how it comes up with that, you know, maybe mm -hmm. it's something you saw earlier that day or a person i just find it interesting how like your mind generates something that you saw and i think yeah you mentioned this how like it's somebody you've probably never even seen before or it's a random stranger and then your mind just instantly generates that entire person in your mind and mm -hmm. um, they they might play a huge role in that dream that somebody you've never even met before yeah. So I always thought that was interesting. I'd say I I did have an interesting dream maybe about a week and a half ago or something. I believe I told you about it, but um, I was like, well, you know, as we've said, I've I just joined the Air Force. I'm in the military, um, waiting to ship out and everything. But uh, I had a dream where I was like, in like you know with other soldiers, and it was like I was like in combat and stuff. It was weird. Um, the way the dream started out was. I was like a John Wick type person, but like, I wasn't like killing, like somebody who's like tracking me mm -hmm. and they like shot me. And then it like switched into this, me being with these soldiers. And like, I was in combat fighting. I think they were like aliens or something I was fighting with. But anyways, it was like, it's kind of scary. Like at first I was like, just shaking up and like, just scared. And then like towards the end, like, yeah, at the end of that, like sequence, I, <laughs> I remember I, um, I grabbed a gun and I was like taking over. <laughs> which is, I don't know, it's funny, but, and then it switched over to me 
having dinner with my family, same dream, like same mentality. And like, they were just like, they just, I don't know. I was trying to like explain how like awful it was like being in combat and they just didn't get it. Like, and they were like, just acting like everything was, was okay. And I don't know, I started like shaking in the dream mm-hmm. is, I don't know. And obviously that a lot of that stems from the fact that I joined the military and maybe some of that is like, you know, a fear of what could happen, you know, if in a combat situation, maybe, um, but I don't know, it was a weird dream. And I woke up and I don't know, it was one where I remembered enough to, you know, retell it, but you know, one thing you should do, I don't know if you do this or not, if, when you have interesting dreams like that or whatever, um, you should like have a dream journal, like write that stuff down. I, uh, yeah, you talk about that too. Yeah. It's a good way to, um, of course, remember those dreams, but also it can help with like your future dreams, like even, uh, like lucid dreaming, you know, mm-hmm. um, plus it's just interesting. Uh, it's not, it's, I don't know. I have certain dreams that I just remember, like I may never forget to be honest. Um, but I, I need to do that as well, though. Like, start writing stuff down. Just remember it better, you know? And that, that stuff, it gets annoying when you wake up and then you immediately forget what happened because I'll have some really great dreams, but mm-hmm. I only remember, like, fragments from it, and I can't piece together the entire thing. So what you're saying about the dream journal, that's a good idea. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, picking specific parts out <laughs> from the dream and then uh just writing that down and you know maybe they'll come back in the future one right right and you know one thing i think we might have talked about it before but it's like the worst kind of dream to wake up from is like when you're which i'm a single man you are as well to my knowledge yes and you know i'd like to be in a relationship right now and i I mentioned this to build up to the dream i've had this happen a couple times but i'm in a dream like and i'm with somebody like romantically sometimes like it's happened with people i know but I feel like typically with this type of dream, it happens with someone I don't know, whether it be like you mentioned, whether it be someone like a stranger that I saw or just someone like fabricated from my mind. Mm-hmm. But I'm in like a relationship with this person and like we're together physically and everything in the dream. And it's like like a wholesome thing, you know? Yeah. But then you wake up and then it like it sets in like, wait a minute, I'm single and yeah, yeah, I don't really have much going on. So it's kind of depressing to be honest. But you said I was with a random person. Yeah, yeah. The last time I can recall having that happen, it was like with a random person that I didn't like, I couldn't recognize or anything. But it's kind of sad, you know, you wake up and it's it's gone. I mean, but I think it's even worse when it's not a random person, but it's like somebody you've actually seen before or maybe had Mm -hmm. a crush on or something like that. And there might be even deeper pain in it, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's more personal and not just some random figment of your imagination right or a stranger you saw earlier that day yeah that's a concept that interests me though if you see someone random in your dream like is that somebody that you saw at the grocery store and you just mm-hmm. didn't realize it or is that like just some fabrication i don't know does that person right. exist somewhere that'd be insane you know if you yeah. dreamed somebody and you never recognized them or anything and then you saw them in person the yeah. next day that'd be scary yeah, I always think like the random people I see in my dreams is either what you're talking about, like you've seen them somewhere, like your mind has mentally seen them, but mm-hmm. you don't remember it or you've seen them uh, like they're an extra in a movie or something or yeah. something like that. Um, you've seen them in some type of capacity in physical form. You just don't remember it. And um, maybe it'll like come back to you uh, yeah. eventually. You know, I just remembered a kind of funny dream. Mm-hmm. um 
Well, it was weird. Like this part wasn't like the funny part, but it's interesting. I was in a dream. My favorite actor is Robert De Niro. Um, great actor. And uh, he was in my dream and he's like giving this like presentation at like a school. Like I was in a mm-hmm. classroom and like he was like being friendly to me. And then I think I like, as I was about to leave, I like shook his hand and, and I was like, I'm a huge fan or something like that. And he got, like pissed at me, mm-hmm. which is like accurate to how he might be in real life. I've read about him and I don't think... He's one that I probably wouldn't approach if I saw him just because he might like snap at me, you know? Right. Um, but then the fast forward to like, I think is within the same sequence in that same dream, but I was like at his funeral because like he died in the dream. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, it was weird, but what was very coincidental is, but, and I didn't even realize it, um, it was actually his birthday that day in real life that I oh, wow. like, I don't know, it was insane. And then... <laughs> What was weird is uh, after that, I had a dream like I was in school and I was at, I don't, it didn't, it wasn't, it's not a school I've ever been to. Like Mm -hmm. I I didn't really recognize it. And I was trying to find my classes or one class in particular. And the class was called um, Menopause One. Menopause (laughs) One? Yeah. (laughs) And like it had the one included too. Like it seemed like an official like class name. But, and I just remember like the teacher's like, why are you in this class? And mm-hmm. I didn't know. I don't know. I just thought was, that was kind of funny, but. And that, that was all in the Robert De Niro dream? Yeah. Yeah. I was in the Robert De Niro dream. Just kind of, because like I mentioned, I was in a like classroom for that and mm-hmm. it was like all connected, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I think my dreams are mainly, well, I, I have had some where some actors are involved because I guess I watched a lot of movies. So maybe, um, I'll be like, I'll put him, I'll be put in place of a scene that happens. Like I'll take an actor's place and um, I'll be in that scene, just reimagined with me in it. So maybe I'm doing what they did. So mm-hmm. I guess like Toby on the train scene, for an example, I was fighting Doc Ock, but mm-hmm. it was happening the exact same way that it happened, but it was just me. Like I was Toby right. in that position, yeah. which I thought was pretty weird. And um. For some reason, I can remember like my dreams from when I was a kid, but I can't remember them now because I recall one. I think I told you about it when I I was getting chased by a ghost face from the Scream movie. I was getting chased around the pool. He had a knife. Uh, we ran around the pool a good 10, 15, 20, 30 times. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he started chasing me and then I eventually stopped, turned around and kicked him in the pool. And I was also at a party. Mind you, I was, what, 10 years old? Hmm. So it's just weird how, like, all this stuff manifests in your mind. And um, Yeah, it's it's kind of insane, like, yeah. the stuff that you've been thinking about or right. even watching. Like, I've been watching The Sopranos a lot. You know mm-hmm. that. And, like, I started having, like, Sopranos dreams, like, where I was in it and with the characters. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very, like, I don't know if you could... I don't know if one day they have like a, some technology where you can like tap into your dreams and like be lucid and like really know what you're doing and stuff. Yeah. That would be incredible because it really is like fun to dream about these things. And it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, it's lucid dreams are kind of rare, I guess. So Yeah, that's another thing, too, because when I'm in my dreams, I usually don't realize it. Do you like realize it enough to where you can control yourself? To what you're doing because mm-hmm. i feel like most of the time i'm it's like i'm watching myself do something i'm not in full control until yeah yeah like yeah. the last five minutes before i wake up there have been times in dreams where like i understood but even then mm-hmm. 
there's like a resistance. Like yeah. if you're trying, like I had a dream a couple weeks back where I was, who's I with? I think I was with my, my, um, my recruiter, my military recruiter. And, but we were like in like a target and we were playing football, mm-hmm. which is so random, but, um, and like, I was like, I, I was wide receiver. I was trying to run routes and I couldn't run like, right. And yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't like catch, like I couldn't like reach to catch the ball, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's always like that weird resistance, you know, or even yeah. which I don't know, this might be, might be weird to mention, but like if you're with a girl in a dream and you try to like kiss her or something like that, mm-hmm. which sometimes like it can happen, but like, sometimes there's like this, like some like resistance thing, like stopping it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I thought, I don't, I don't know what that is exactly, but it's interesting. Yeah. I always thought that was interesting too, because like, oh, when you're trying to sprint or something like that, mm-hmm. it feels like you're in quicksand or running slow motion. Like you're lagging. Yeah, exactly. And like all your, all your motor skills just completely diminish. Yeah. And it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. That too. I find that weird, especially uh we have a nightmare or something or you're trying to run from something uh i've also been shot multiple times which is weird i mean you don't feel anything mm-hmm. but you get i've been shot i've been stabbed burned i had a dream where you yeah. and i both died well oh, yeah, i don't yeah. know if we i guess we did die we were on an elevator mm-hmm. and going down and it like stopped it stopped mm-hmm. and like we were you know just we were fine and then it just started to drop like so quick and like we couldn't hold on to anything and like you could feel the fear really and yeah and like i just remember thinking like this is it like we're dying and then like when i hit the ground i woke up yeah it was crazy to think about and when i was gonna bring that up to when you have people you know like me and i guess for example jp he's a friend of ours i had him in my dream but he was like a hippie type character like when you see people that you know is it their same personality or are they different in a way maybe it just depends on where you are with that person like like what was your last interaction that sort of thing i don't know like i've had i've had dreams of people like who i have problems with you know what i mean and like and so when they're in the dream i don't see them as like then i just see them as like an enemy because Mm -hmm. like i have problems with them and so it's like i guess how they are or in your dream is how you think about them like that reality so maybe you think jp is like this hippie guy you know i mean he kind of is in a way shout out to jp if he hears this (laughs) yeah he probably will hear this so yeah (laughs) cool guy yeah Um, i just want to mention that and uh noah as well he's another friend of ours like he just had a completely different personality he's been on the podcast as well um like episode 10 and he i've known him for a while and you know he's had the same complete personality but when you look at him in a dream it's the complete opposite like they don't act that way at all and it's just weird i mean they're like the same when you look at them but just how they act and how they dress like it, mm. everything's completely different so yeah i didn't know if you experienced that either yeah for sure um i guess ultimately it's all fabricated by your mind and mm. and you know what you see in real life too so i don't know it's good to analyze these things because i don't know maybe you'll figure stuff out to be honest i don't know yeah this is easily the most thought-provoking episode of burner talk so far easily yeah you know we talk about what i bring to the table right exactly yeah this this is what we talk about every time (laughs) we see each other so 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we were talking about like how filmmakers maybe if they saw stuff, this, this is probably how they come up with ideas, honestly, because it's just a bunch of stuff going on that you would probably never think of just awake. You know, if I'm not mistaken, Sylvester Stallone got the idea for Rocky from a dream. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that's how that happened. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Which that's fascinating. Obviously, Rocky, you know, yeah. one, of the, one of the all-time greats and big franchise. But <laughs> yeah, like the things you see in dreams, like sometimes wild, sometimes they make sense. I mm. I definitely see that being inspiration for a lot of you know creative ideas. Agreed. And you know how you you're talking about the random girl that you had a relationship with in your dream mm-hmm. do you uh feel some sense of resentment towards that person uh when you wake up or is it more like depression like I, I wanted to go after this but i can't because it's over or do you feel like do you feel more determined to go after it now that you uh had that experience in the dream yeah i, I don't feel resentment i do mm-hmm. feel that i do feel sad though like his I really enjoyed the dream and like, I honestly, I want to get back to it. You know, that's like yeah. my first thought, but, and I have done that before, actually, like falling asleep dream and then wake up and then tap back into the same dream. I've had that before, which is, oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot, I forgot to bring that up. Absolutely. Yeah. Wild. But so I've never before we digress onto that, yeah. um, it does like make me want to chase it more because like, yeah, I don't know, in the dream I was happy. And then if you wake mm-hmm. up sad, you know, there's a reason right there, I guess. Um, so it definitely makes me want to kind of chase that feeling. Yeah, and it's, I guess it's hard to uh, read women in real life. So it must be harder in dreams. <laughs> so like, you know, just imagine trying to translate that over into a dream. Because, you know, we, we've we had those struggles in real life and mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a lot to take in. So, yeah. Um, like you're saying about waking up and you said you came no you what you woke up and then you came back to the dream like well, how, this how was like awake? this was so like meta how this happened because mm-hmm. i also had sleep paralysis which i'm mm-hmm. sure you know if you guys don't know what that is it's like where you wake up like mentally but like your body's not awake and so like your eyes are open and you can like look around but you can't move and you can think you can think because you're mentally you're awake but you can't move. It's a quick thing. It only lasts like 10, 15 seconds, mm-hmm. but you're prone to hallucinating or hearing things within it. It's absolutely terrifying, but it's super interesting. But yeah, this one time, honestly, I'm going to bring it up on my phone real quick. I actually typed it down because this was one I really wanted to remember just to give myself a refresher on it. Um, so I was in like this cult type dream mm-hmm. um and i had like this younger brother who doesn't exist it's not somebody new and my dad was in it and it was you know my actual dad mm-hmm. and this this like brother of mine for he's like in this cult or something and he he had to kill me like and he kept trying to kill me and like i remember i was like i said to my dad like why is he trying to do this like help me but my dad like he wouldn't help me for some reason anyways i fast forward to like a different same dream different place apparently like this i was like in hiding and then this group came out and they said that they like stopped him and that I'm safe to go now. And then I'm walking with the group. And then the thought occurred to me, wait, what if this is a setup? What if these guys are with him? Mm-hmm. And I think me having that thought created it because it then happened. Then 
they like betrayed me and like the brothers trying to kill me came out and then fast forward i'm still in the same dream but i was like driving this truck like because this guy was chasing me and then it changed to where i was in a dorm room with an old friend and he and it was like dark but like there's like as if he had like one of those blue like led lights on like mm-hmm. very faint but kind of in a creepy way and like this friend of mine like peered over the wall in a creepy way and then like walked across and then like he came back and started like beating me with a belt it was weird and then i wake up Mm. into sleep paralysis i couldn't and this one yeah okay so i had had it before probably two or three times and in those instances i could hear things i could always i could hear somebody behind me or beside me but of course you can't look you can't move but this time I was not facing a wall. I was facing like the open room and I could see like this like shadowy like hand kind of thing like mm-hmm. reaching out to me. And like I, in my, like I was barely awake at the same time. So like, like I envisioned myself like rolling off the bed and I thought it happened for a second, but it didn't. Like I didn't, I didn't move at all. Right. Anyways, I tap, I go back into the dream and I'm with, like the people I was with at the end of the dream at, mm-hmm. before the sleep paralysis. And like in that dream, I was telling them about the sleep paralysis I had just experienced. And that's insane to me, like how nice. I knew that. And I'm not making yeah. this up. I swear to God, like I, it was insane to me and I typed it down for a reason, yeah. but it, I don't, I don't know how that works. Like analyzing that, what that means or how you're even able to do that. But that is so interesting that I was able to do that. It was insane. Yeah, mo- most people I talk to, they haven't experienced sleep paralysis. I don't think, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a it's a weird experience to go through. But... Yeah, it's one that when I read about it years ago, I thought this is really interesting and kind of scary. But it's probably not going to happen to me because at that point I was probably I don't know sixteen, seventeen, and I'd mm-hmm. never experienced it then. So I figured, well, I, it's probably not going to happen to me. And then it eventually did. And because I'd read about it, I knew what it was, mm-hmm. which calms me down a little bit, but also it's still terrifying. Um, I don't know, in the moment, like, I'm like, I want this to end. I want this to end. But once it ends, mm-hmm. I'm very glad it happened. And I want it to happen again, just because it's so, it's so interesting to me, you know? Yeah. And I haven't had sleep paralysis since I was six, maybe. Uh, it, it was around those ages. And uh, it, it's scary, like, especially at that age. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't know, know what's, what's going on. Right. <laughs> exactly. You don't know what's happening. Um, like, you think somebody's got their hands around your throat or something, and uh, you start panicking, too. And uh, I, I think I told you about that when I first got it. I, I was face down on my pillow mm-hmm. when I don't know if I turned over to be face down on my pillow because I got the paralysis or that's how I was while I was asleep before I got it. But uh, I was face down in my pillow and it felt like I was suffocating. And like, that was one of the scariest moments of my life because, you know, I thought I was about to suffocate and die. And then um, my parents' room in our old house, it was like right there. I started screaming for them and I saw this black figure, I, I couldn't tell what it was but um you know i couldn't move i was just sitting there staring at it and i, I couldn't breathe and um also when i tried to talk like nothing came out i was like <laughs> yeah i had that same thing yeah. to me. 
yeah, I was like trying to scream for my parents to tell them to come flip me over. Right. So I could breathe. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that was a, a scary moment. And they they eventually heard me because I, I don't know what I did. I like started beating the bed and stuff because uh, uh, nothing vocally was coming out. But I feel like I was panicking enough to make enough noise to for them to come flip me over. And that's how I got out of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the only time I've had it, too. Or I might have had it twice, maybe, but I haven't had it in mm-hmm. over a decade. I don't know if that's something I don't want to experience again. I don't know about you. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do want to just because of how like interesting the concept is. But yeah. I know if I do experience again, um, I know it's going to be plenty scary. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think similar to having a dream journal, um, talking about these things and like going over your your recent dreams, past dreams, whatever, sleep paralysis, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for your dreams. Like it uh, kind of helps with lucid dreaming. I think I mentioned that. And I don't know, I just, I think I, it makes you more prone to having dreams that you remember, that sort of thing. So I don't know if you're interested in dreams, I would recommend the sleep journal, sleep journal um, or dream journal. And, uh, and like talking about it, like with friends, like stuff like this, you know, it helps. Um, this is also another thing that I want to bring up because, you know, I don't know if it's like anxiety or um, foreshadowing. I don't know a good word for it, but like when you look ahead to something and you think you're going to mess it up before it happens. So you like mm-hmm. kind of um, map it out before it happens right. and you think something bad is going to happen. You think pes- pessimistically. And um, if you think like that, then it's going to go down a bad road just because that's how you thought so yeah um, i don't think that necessarily has to be anxiety related but i think in most yeah. cases it would be definitely for me and that's something i do for almost everything like mm-hmm. it could be just overthinking basically yeah so. like i i have pretty bad anxiety to be honest um not to get you know too personal but mm-hmm. i feel lost no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um <laughs> that was real okay <laughs> no, i'm not messing around um yeah i have a lot of anxiety and so I overthink everything. It could be like, here I am at Walmart. I'm about to go check out. What if I like do something awkward? What if I drop something? It mm-hmm. could be as simple as that. Or it could be, you know, about to go on a date. Like, what if I do this? What if I do that? Right. I'd say very much anxiety related. And definitely for me. Yeah, I didn't know if that was like categorized as an anxiety or not. But I'm sure a lot of people do it. And mm-hmm. um, I think know. anyone who has anxiety would relate to that. Yeah. And uh, like you were mentioning about the date or something like that with a girl like i i map everything out and that's definitely a bad thing but like i guess i kind of script it in a way mm-hmm. and then um i, I try too. to yeah. yeah i try to foreshadow everything that's going to happen right. and if you do that it's going to mess it up because it's not natural for me like i tried to get better on that so mm-hmm. what i think and this might be okay is like think of some like topics or questions that you want to ask keep mm-hmm. it at the back of your mind and so like don't plan out everything and don't anticipate responses but like you know try and just flow from the start with you know improv new stuff but then it's good to have like those backup things in the back of your mind in case like there's you know that awkward silence or like there's just Mm -hmm. a moment where you're changing topics then boom you you know prepared a question and so i don't know then you can drop that but yeah if you if you like map out exactly how it's going to go and you bring some index cards yeah yeah it uh it's more than likely is not going to go that way and you're gonna freeze up a little bit i think i know something to work on for sure yeah it's it's happened in plenty of situations um 
like when I interviewed for my job, I tried to um, map out like my answers. I was trying to think about what they would ask me and have the answer already in the back of my head instead of have it genuine. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something I've worked on with the podcast because every single podcast I've done is off the top. I don't script the questions. Obviously, I haven't scripted any of this. Um, he has a sheet of paper right in front of him. He's lying. Yeah, I'm, for the I'm, record. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, uh, I don't, I think the podcast has really helped with that um, in regards to that, because when I bring a guest on, um, maybe I'll have like bullet points or something, but, you know, I don't really try to map out everything. I try to have it genuine. And when you have a genuine conversation like we're having right now, it flows well. Uh, I think that's better. And you can also like take that into life for your mm -hmm. anxiety concerns, I guess. Um, you know, just don't think about it. Just do it and be yourself. Yeah, I think off the script is always better in almost any situation. I was talking about this just the other day. I'm not a big fan of stand-up comedy because it's mm -hmm. completely scripted and very feels like in your face to me just because of how scripted it is. What I like is like witty humor. Like right. you say something and they quickly think of something. There you go. Exactly. That I like yeah, so much. Which more you're great at, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think you got good wit too, but yeah, I don't know. Dry humor. Yeah, 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 that's what I go for. Um, but yeah, saying off the scripts, I think most people, I mean, you look at movies and shows, some of the greatest scenes ever come from improv, like off exactly. they weren't in the, it wasn't in the script, stuff like that. I don't know, something to think about. And you can apply that to almost anything. Yeah, very thought provoking. I like, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we're changing lives. We are, exactly. Come listen to Burner Talk if you want your life changed. And feel free yeah. to donate genuine money fluidity mm -hmm. um yeah be yourself and like you're saying about the actors uh i saw on instagram the other day um martin lawrence from bad boys he the show martin i don't, I don't know if you watched it or not but he had his own tv show back in like the 90s where he was the main character and uh just how like he improvised all those scenes those ended up being the funniest scenes to come out of the show hmm. and oh yeah i think improv especially in comedy yeah it's the best yeah absolutely and uh, another example is will smith in the fresh prince you probably know what scene i'm talking about like about his dad I yeah think. that's a yeah. yeah that that's like a famous one i'm actually not sure if that's true that he improved it but yeah there's been like a big controversy about it but that's an example in a way so yeah those are the main two uh you know and uh and infinity war spider-man and when mm -hmm. he's you know snapping away and the mm -hmm. whole mr stark and all that when mm -hmm. they have that moment that was uh not on the script that was improv by tom holland oh wow and that's like one of the most emotional moments in like the entire mcu right so i don't know, really like it's stuff like that that ends up being the best yeah and you know it, it happens to me in any type of situation like when i was younger and I was waiting in the checkout line for my mom to come back. I was like, what do I do if she doesn't get back in time? That's the biggest stress ever. Right yes. There. Very stressful. And um, yeah, that's another thing I want to talk about was stress. How do you deal with stress? Um, you know, people have their own methods and ways to deal with it. But um, like, how, how do you decompress from this thing called life? Hmm. 
that's a good question. That's something I struggle with. I am stressed almost all the time. And sometimes depending on what it is, I have that, that definitely holds a cloud over whatever I'm doing. It can ruin my day. And it's something I need to find better ways to deal with it. What I found is similar to what we were talking about earlier, like finding things you're passionate about, like to help blow off some steam. Um, working out is really good. I think like if, you know, go play basketball, even by yourself with friends, whatever, stuff like that. Keep your mind occupied. And I don't know, some things are very important and worth stressing over. Not worth, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if it's something very important, it makes sense that you're going to stress. But the little things that you stress over, it's completely human to do so. And I'm, you know, I sound hypocritical because I stress over little things all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, just try and think about, you know, like if you stress about some little thing today, just think, well, by tomorrow, this is not even going to be a thing, right. that sort of thing that can kind of help, you know, push it through. But really, I don't have a the best answer for this because it's something I struggle with myself. You know, also just like looking to head to the better things. Oh, yeah. Um, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We have a three-day weekend. Um, Thursday, we're going to watch Shang-Chi. I think that's how you pronounce it, the Marvel yeah. movie. Then on Friday, Drake is dropping Certified Lover Boy, finally. And Saturday, uh, we're both Florida football fans, and they're playing on Saturday. So that's three things in a row yes, sir. to look forward to. And I just got back to school, so like that um gives me something to help me be compressed because that's something i really enjoy and when mm -hmm. um you know when i'm enjoying those i'm not really thinking about the other stuff the outside noise or anything like that i'm just doing what i enjoy yeah looking forward to things really helps in life i think you know right we've talked about this before but looking forward you know, we're both you know huge movie fans uh, mm -hmm. movie buffs looking forward to the next you know huge movie we're, we're into that gets us through a lot I mean, even looking forward to Saturday gets me through Monday, that sort of thing. Yeah. There's always things to look forward to if you, you know, look hard enough. Um, and those definitely help, you know, yeah. move along. Yeah. And I honestly think that's, that's actually helped me push through a lot. Um, when I was having that rough time, you brought those up. You were like, uh, we got all this to look forward to in 2021 or, um, because it was happening around December, January, I guess. So, mm. yeah, you helped me with that. Uh, you know, just look forward to the good stuff, leave the bad stuff in the past. And, and um, don't forget to appreciate what's going on now. Because even yeah. if you are down, there's still some positives, I guarantee it. Like, look around, right. look at who you love and who loves you, that sort of thing. There's There's got to be stuff around in the present, too. But there's always all these great things to look forward to in the future as well. Yeah. And it, it can always be worse, too, because, you know, I'm uh, – fortunate for everything i have of course mm. uh you know i could definitely be in a way worse position i so. i can't relate um as a um straight white male you know society's yeah. against me and there's just nothing yeah. i can do about it minorities segregation. that was a joke by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course uh, but, um yeah i lost my train of thought <laughs> uh this guy yeah yeah this guy, man. this guy this guy it could be worse um, and that yeah. is true that is true but yeah, that's what I was talking about with the uh, the witty jokes is out of nowhere. That's thank you. But yeah, um, yeah, it could be worse. Uh, I'm always grateful for everything I have right now. Of course, uh, you know, could definitely be worse. And I, I think I have a great life. But, you know, the negatives, they're always there. But surround yourself with the right people. And um, something else I thought about was like, I guess just growing up and 
the friends I've made throughout high school, uh, you like the main friend group I have, like uh, you're going away, obviously. I, I just always think about that stuff, how we all like, I guess just fade away, like as we grow up and mm -hmm. um, move apart, I guess, you know, we still keep in touch, obviously, sure. but it seems like we're all going down our own different paths. And uh, I think it's important to stay connected. Absolutely. And you never know these paths can come together again. Yeah. Obviously, after my freshman year of high school, I left Tennessee and I went to Nebraska. Mm. And, you know, of course, then we had the same thought process of, oh, here we are, you know, moving apart. What does this mean? Then I ended up coming back to Tennessee. And then, you know, things changed. Obviously, I'm leaving again, but it's very possible that one day, you know, we'll live same area again. But Otherwise, you know, I think in while I was in Nebraska, I don't think there was many days, if any, that we didn't like at least talk at some point in the day, like on Messenger or something, you know. But uh, and it doesn't have to be like that. But you know, the people you're close with, if you're moving apart, you don't. It doesn't have to be you guys drifting apart. Like, stay in contact, talk to each other, that sort of thing, mm -hmm. and you can always reconnect in the future. Yeah, and I think everything happens for a reason, and um, you know maybe the paths will reconnect, like you said. Mm -hmm. Well, it's something that, you know, you, me, and probably the people listening mm -hmm. should be thinking about, really, because if you're in college and you're nearing the end, you're a junior, right? Right. You know, you got this year, you got senior year. Yeah. You got to think, as people are finishing their schooling, their careers and whatnot are going to take them to different places. Mm -hmm. Some people might stick around, but people are going to be leaving, so enjoy the time with them while you can but like i said keep in touch and it'll be okay yeah that's what i was gonna say you can't take anything for granted because uh they might be gone the next day you never know absolutely it's you know back when i worked at an amc movie theater um i could i was allowed to like watch movies on the theater screens like after close or that sort of thing and me and coworkers, we had uh screenings all the time and it was you know as fun as it sounds and like, I remember one time I said to my friend, John, um, like, just like, just think where we are for a second and like, just like look around, like, you know, one day we're not going to have this anymore, mm -hmm. you know? So it's important to do that, you know? Um, and you know, it's, it's nice to look back at the past, but don't get too hung up on it because there's going to be great stuff that that's going to happen again. And if you get hung up on the past, then you're not really going to have a good future just because you're always looking back on that you gotta keep moving mm -hmm. forward you know right yeah just look forward look ahead to the positive things in the future. Exactly. and um another weird thing i thought you did well not weird but you know just unorthodox i guess you know how you said um you know you're taking this career path maybe if i went to college i would have died or something you know what i'm talking about yeah like oh yeah i just, did that a lot don't i like you know how many branches how many dominoes have to fall just for that specific scenario to happen and just, you, you never know bring that up life but is crazy like I let's say let's say i didn't join the military let's say i decided just to keep working like right. what if in a different timeline i chose that path and i got hit by a truck one day or right. something like that like you never know what's going to happen like whenever you make a, a big choice and it's maybe the one you, you didn't want or originally that sort of thing <laughs> that's just the way i look at it maybe it's kind of weird to do it that way but i thought it was interesting though because you know i never thought about yeah, it. yeah they say everything happens for a reason so yeah i don't know yeah that whole thing like that's how many possibilities 
whatever the possibilities that Doctor Strange said in Infinity War. I was going to say, we're getting into some yeah. like MCU stuff. Yeah, exactly. What's going on in the MCU. Loki yeah, but dude, this, is, this is real life, though. That's right. Which is the crazy thing. It's yeah. not the MCU. Hmm. So that's just um, crazy to put that into perspective. Uh, how much we think about how much could happen. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I don't know how many possibilities he said, but that probably is the amount because it's a lot of dominoes that have to fall and um, certain coincidences that may have to happen, uh-huh. stuff that you have to go through. And um, yeah, it may or may not happen, but that's that's like the whole anxiety yeah, point yeah. we're talking yeah, for about. Now. Why don't we take a break from the serious conversation and let's talk about the MCU for a second. Okay. Spider-Man. Okay. How about that? What do you think? Spider-Man. Very excited for that. And, um, you know, hopefully Toby and Andrew come back. We really don't know what's happening. But after seeing the No Way Home trailer with Alfred Molina and... Um, the green goblin yeah you know willem, the bomb well the apparently that was willem defoe's left we don't really know yeah it sounded um, it sounded like his left to me but yeah and you know the line where somebody says i think they say be careful what you wish for beer yeah. or something like that who do you think that is when i watched it and i still think that it was just dr strange that's who it sounds like to me but i see people saying that it's it's uh james franco i you know stuff like uh, that no, it didn't sound like him. But yeah, me. I agree. It didn't sound like him to me. And but also, I don't think that brings him back anyway. No, nah, it wouldn't make sense. But like people were talking yeah. about who they think it is. I thought it just sounded like Doctor Strange to me. Yeah, that's the same thing I was thinking. And uh, people said they noticed Electro as well with the lightning strike and the mm-hmm. Sandman. Sandman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lizard. Yeah, yeah, Lizard. Sandman was one, one of my favorite villains growing up. Um, His character arc is underrated. Oh, yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Um, and his theme is beautiful. Yeah, I, I forgot the name of the dude that plays Thomas. It's Thomas something. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he, he's a great actor. Christian. And, um, you know, I, I hope they bring them back. But a lot of people are like creating just conspiracy theories about it. Yeah, and, right, and that's how they do. Yeah. But, you know, my question is with them coming back, let's say it is Sandman, the Sandman mm-hmm. from Spider-Man 3. Obviously, we have Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. What about their character arc in those movies? Like, both of them had good endings where they kind of realized their mistakes and became good people. So did they potentially like get pulled into the MCU like before they had that, you know, or is it like different realities from those eras, like a different like Tobey Maguire movie where Dr. Strange, you know, didn't turn good or something like that. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I have questions like that. I'm very interested about, you know, the answer. Same. Yeah. Um, I I don't really understand how it all works. Like what timeline they're specifically from or like when they pulled them, is it, is it actually them from the Raimi verse or is it like a variant mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Loki which, show introduced that <laughs> concept and which I actually haven't finished. Makes- oh you haven't finished loki no so i don't understand i don't understand the whole variant thing. how much have you seen um the first three episodes you got i think it's six total right you got three more yeah Uh, the last three are huge as well i mean off you know first they were really good too don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong but i think i don't know if it's if it's episode before the finale maybe that was my favorite if i'm not mistaken i don't know but you got to finish it i mean it 
introduces a lot of stuff for them to you and they're just good episodes yeah the it's kind of confusing to me how they bring the villains but i mean like i know he wishes um that they don't know who he is or he has dr strange to change all that stuff and um make people forget i just don't understand mm -hmm. how they're coming through and which version of the villain it is right. yeah and a lot of people are talking about dr strange and how they think in the trailer he seemed uncharacteristic in ways so they're wondering if there's something up with that because he yeah he starts fighting him right yeah maybe or chasing um, him or something something like that yeah but also i i don't know i'm not sure what it is it could be like them changing up his character a little, a little bit or something but mm -hmm. it does seem a little uncharacteristic for him like look at if you look at him in infinity war when they were on their way to titan and you know dr strange tells tony if it comes between him or the boy talking about spider-man or the infinity stone he protects the stone every time obviously things changed in that movie for different circumstances but he says that because it's his duty for mankind right. and uh and that was important to him so in the trailer he's talking about well wong tells him not to do that spell because it's an, a very dangerous spell mm -hmm. and he does anyway even like having peter tamper with it by talking and whatnot so is that uncharacteristic or did something change i don't know i i think there is room for suspicion like regarding like dr strange and who he is in this movie yeah yeah i don't know because i noticed he was chasing them on the train scene i think and uh he also knocked out the um like the the thing that looks like the soul when he pushes him and yeah. it comes out yeah i didn't know why he did that but i, I remember wasn't that madam strange or the the bald-headed lady did oh. it to the hulk in yeah game. um the ancient one yeah the ancient one yeah, yeah um yeah that whole thing was a bit confusing to me but it's a lot of theories going around and honestly we don't even know if sandman's even in it because yeah it was just a lightning strike in it strike um struck a bunch of sand so it might not have even been him yeah you know? i've read some reports that the runtime is two hours 30 minutes but i've also read that that's just like a placeholder so I would, it could end up being longer. If it's shorter, I'm going to be very disappointed because I don't, I, I would hope it's longer. I don't know how they can do this kind of movie in less than two hours and 30 minutes. Right. Like I, the longer the better. It should be at least three hours. If we can That's get like a director's cut or something, that'd be really cool. I mean, this would be the movie for it in the MCU. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So I, I do worry about that because it's a lot to unpack. I mean, that trailer was a lot to unpack, mm -hmm. you know, all will be revealed in time, but it's, the most interesting MCU movie, in my opinion, so far. Yeah, and so I want to ask you about Toby. Um, Jamie, I mean, not Jamie Foxx, uh, Alfred Molina is obviously back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you bring back a villain from one of those universes, that means you obviously have to bring the Spider-Man back, I would think. And also Sam Raimi is not part of the MCU because he's directing Doctor Strange too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just all he could ties absolutely into... helps out with that. And honestly, yeah, Doctor Strange is in Spider Man, so right. he has every connection to it. Exactly. Um, I don't see any reason for him not to be in it. I think it would be, it wouldn't make sense, honestly, if Toby and Andrew are not in the movie because you brought back Jamie Foxx too. Jamie Foxx is confirmed. We, 
maybe saw the lizard from the amazing spider-man yeah and then green goblin is for sure and then we saw the you know mm-hmm. um and then and they both had green goblins so right and then maybe uh sandman we don't know for sure yet um and without andrew and toby what is tom holland peter parker gonna do maybe maybe even without dr strange's help depending on what's going on with him but even with dr strange that is a freaking handful man yeah um yeah he needs them tom holland his spider-man is plenty strong but he's he can't take all of them at once some of them he might not be able to take individually i don't know um he hasn't fought villains like them yet really Mm -hmm. mysterio is a unique villain and so is vulture but mysterio had a lot of power not physically like in a i don't know he was just very controlling as a person vulture very good motives and good villain in the mcu but Mm -hmm. overall like it wasn't sound like he was that strong. They're both Vulture and Mysterio, they're both human. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, he hasn't faced um like a green goblin who he's who has, he's has enhanced. He, yeah, yeah, he's uh, juiced up. Um he hasn't faced Electro like who had, yeah. you know, that happened to him. He can exactly. shoot electricity out of his hands. Yeah. Um Sandman, like you what he can do. Yeah, these are people the with lizard who is like mutated. He's an powers. actual lizard. Yeah. Spider-Man and the MCU hasn't really fought. Yeah something like that and he fought before before y'all say thanos yeah he like got a couple hits but then he got destroyed and (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah he he got put down um you need toby and andrew too yeah spider-man um mcu spider-man can't do it alone Uh, that's not a dish on him like these are strong villains like we Mm -hmm. get it you know right he's gonna need some help and more than dr strange and so pretty much if they're somehow not in it it's going to be, you know, very disappointing and won't make sense in ways, but I think, I think there's no way they're not in it though. Like, I think they have, they got to be yeah. in it. So what I know people are going to go crazy, obviously, but like, how do you think they should go about it and bring Toby back? And obviously I mentioned, I'm going to be pissed if they don't bring back the Danny Elfman theme oh, when Toby appears. Same And same for Andrew. I'd like to hear his name, but yeah. obviously toby as the og and that's the we talked about this before but when you think spider-man that's the theme you think of exactly like iconic theme. it would be a mistake if they don't have um both themes but especially that theme in, right. in the movie um and hopefully we get that you know did you did you have like a uh, have you visualized at all how you imagine them returning like you know how we talked back in 2017 when justice league came out how we like kind of visualized how they would resurrect Superman yeah. with the theme and all that stuff. Right. I I don't know if maybe the villains get out there first and mm-hmm. and Tom is struggling with them. And then if assuming Doctor Strange is, you know, the guy we know and he's a good guy, all that, mm-hmm. maybe he like can do that thing where he's like looking into different realities and whatnot and he can see, oh, well, this t- Peter Parker, Toby McGuire, this Peter Parker he was able to beat Doc Ock. And so then he, mm. he gets him there. Same for Andrew with, you know, his villains. I don't know if, I think that'd be really inter- interesting. Or maybe it's a thing where, however, these villains end up in uh, Tom Holland's universe. If at the same time, the Spider-Man, their Spider-Men also come in. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure. I There's so many ways it could happen and it's it's hard to predict, but what do you think? I mean, I'm honestly fine with anything. I just need- I just want a minute, yeah. And yeah, well, that too. Yeah, I just need 
the theme and you know hopefully they're in it uh i see no reason as to why not and um i think yeah we've had five confirmed so far for the sinister six so you would think it'd be the sinister six yeah so the sixth five. one you have vulture who's i guess still locked up yeah scorpion scorpion who is set up in homecoming they gotta do something with him right and then some people even say mysterio because it did say like he checked on his vitals and it, mm-hmm. no signs of life which i don't know that in a way seems i don't know like maybe that's what they were doing but also it's mysterio he's known for tricking people so right does he come back i don't know there's I don't know. There's a lot of options. Some people even... And, um, I saw somebody say Craven. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. People mentioned having Craven in it. He mm-hmm. was in the original Sinister Six. Don't think that's going to happen. I think introducing a new villain of that level is a little bit too much like, mm-hmm. with everything else going on. Right. And also, Sony is making their own Craven movie, so I don't know how that would oh, interfere. Yeah, yeah. And that's like he like was introducing it and then was in that movie. I don't know. Which I, I wouldn't expect <clears> that. I don't expect Craven to be in the movie. Yeah, me either. So, who we have allegedly, well, not allegedly, but Doc Ock is confirmed, Green Goblin is confirmed, and then the next three are alleged with Electro. Well, Jamie Foxx is in it, so I guess yeah, so I'd say he's confirmed. Yeah, um, Sandman and Lizard are the two alleged because people slow down and like uh, they they slow the frames down, and uh, you can see Tom at the front of the frame, he like turns around real quick. They show it for a split second in the trailer and you, you can like see his tail. Some people were saying Venom, but Venom doesn't have a tail. So. Yeah, I did hear people yeah. mention Venom and yeah. and being being in the Sinister Six, I don't know if that's ever happened before. I don't know, I, yeah. it's not in the original comics and it wouldn't really make sense. So that's right. not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, and then Sandman, people just saw a bunch of sand. It was like, yeah, that's Sandman for sure. Yeah. And, um, and we saw the lightning obviously, which I thought was interesting because Jamie Foxx has the blue lightning. Right. This and one that was yellow. Right. I did like the blue yeah. lightning a lot. I think this one will look pretty cool. Too. Yeah, I love the blue lightning. Just like uh cinema cinematography wise. I think that I saw really some people good. hating on Jamie Foxx as Electro and Electro in that movie in the uh, Spider-Man too. I won't I, stand for it. I won't stand for it either. He was <laughs> he's great perfect. He's a great villain, and that's a great movie. Yeah, he's great. Uh I know most people don't like that movie, but um yeah, the cinematography with like the lightning, I thought they did a oh, great it was job. Amazing, and the yeah. soundtrack also. Yeah, dubstep um, I don't really like, but the way they did it yeah. with him, like um, it worked perfectly. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess that would be Lizard, but that was just more speculation. Uh, I love Jamie Foxx as Electro, and you know, you gotta. He didn't really get that much. Like the writing was right. up to par, I guess, but mm-hmm. he did what he could with it, and I enjoyed his portrayal. Yeah, so. maybe like some of his script was. Not the best, but yeah, I thought I did fine. And you know, the three that we have confirmed in Electro, Doc Ock, and Green Goblin, if I were to look at the Spider-Man villains we've seen in the movies, those are the three I'd want the most. Um, so I hope it's Sandman and Lizard in there, but I'll, I'll be okay if it's not, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I like how they're going back to the comic book adaptation with Electro with the yellow yeah. lightning. I just hope they don't have the corny like star lightning you know what i'm talking oh, yeah. about the I, green and yellow outfit yeah. actually please don't bring that back that right there yes that right there i have it on my phone case yeah that's not it i could not see jamie fox wearing that nah, no um yeah that's not gonna work out so something just, similar to the major spider too i also yeah. i'm wondering about green goblin how he's gonna look like i i think yeah, sure have a more like updated more yeah i wonder if modern tech kind of look i wonder if they're bringing back like the power ranger looking 
yeah costume i mean i didn't have a problem with it i hope it's something yeah. like that but maybe a little altered uh yeah. i hope they had like purple into it a little bit because looking yeah. at green goblin in the comics you know yeah purple if he, it's purple and he's green. got like the, the rags and stuff yeah, yeah yeah i don't know but obviously i imagine it'll have some sort of tech look because that's kind of the mcu theme with what they've done mm-hmm. with like the characters and whatnot and yeah, it but, makes uh, sense that way yeah i like how the green goblin suit in the o2 movie came to be though how it's like military grade mm-hmm. suit it made and, sense uh, you know yeah in that mo- in that movie and like in the comics it's just like a it's made out of rags yeah in the sure. comics he's more of a like biological yeah. green goblin than you know physically and everything yeah and um before we wrap up there's one more person i want to mention i don't know if you noticed or not but matt murdoch oh matt murdoch yeah, yeah with the white shirt and the black tie mm-hmm. um they said they saw him slamming papers down when he was interrogating peter it's possible so, which um, it makes sense daredevil and spider-man work together a lot in the comics mm-hmm. um especially like with an identity thing because there's like this whole storyline where daredevil gets exposed and like matt murdoch goes around wearing this shirt that says i'm not daredevil mm-hmm. um so in that perspective of their characters in the comics it'd be awesome to see them in the movies but also daredevil is a great show and we haven't yeah, you know, obviously it didn't work out with netflix so we're not getting more of that as of now mm-hmm. although they have the rights to the characters again which could mean mcu so i will be very excited if matt murdoch um played by charlie cox is in the movie and i for really sure. i'm hoping for it i'm hoping for it yes yeah, easily one of my favorite characters from the uh netflix verse right i guess you could say um behind punisher who's mm-hmm. number one yeah um I love John Bernthal as Punisher. He, they obviously Crusher. won't bring him back, probably, but not for this, at least. If, yeah, not if for they this. do bring Daredevil, same actor and everything, into the MCU, then I think it's it looks good for the other characters. Like they might incorporate them somehow, which would be really interesting. Right, right. Well, um, we're about to run out of time. Um, you have any final thoughts on the Burner Talk pod? It was, it was fun. I think we covered a lot of topics we kind of kept it moving yeah um and obviously i'm leaving tennessee tomorrow night or the next day uh but we can always do like a I don't know, zoom or whatever whatever yeah. app would work best and do a follow-up episode yeah probably gonna be the last one in person for a while but i had to get you on before you left mm-hmm. uh yeah this is my brother uh glad you got to talk to my audience small audience but it's grown i hope they enjoy it yeah yeah, hope y'all enjoyed. And, um, you know, thank you for taking the time to come on. I appreciate it. That's right. All right, guys. As always, thank you for tuning in to Burner Talk. This was Simon, and I'm out of here. Peace.